When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I think I said that right. EP for short. There you go. So my name is Wrestling Chris G. I am one of your hosts. And joining me, like always, is my good old best friend. He's the one that's always there for me. It's Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? Happy Holidays. Happy holidays. Yes, it is Christmas season, Hanukkah, um, winter holidays. I'll just put winter, it is the winter holidays and it's the tail end of it. I was waiting on you. I was like, if he says it, I'm not going to say it. You didn't say it. So I just had to say it. <laughs> so, um, we, uh, me, me and Doug celebrate, we do celebrate Christmas. I so celebrate Kwanzaa. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I know a lot of people get all up in arms when people say it, but I was born in the nineties when it wasn't a big thing to, to say it and have people roll their eyes. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, and if you don't celebrate it, uh, Merry, whatever you do celebrate. Well, so. according to you're allowed to say that now. Oh, really? We weren't allowed to say that, but when he, apparently when he came in. The the ban was lifted, so we've been able to say it apparently for like four years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So today is the very special movie episode. Today we are reviewing Pokemon the movie I Choose You, the 20th animation film um, from the Pokemon series. And me and Doug actually just finished watching it um, within the past few hours ourselves, and it's time to review this sucker, Doug. Well, I give yourself a little more credit. You were a little more on the ball than I was. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I literally just finished. You've you've been had it watched. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched it, um, what what was it, like a, a few months ago, and I just rewatched it again today. Um, took a little bit of notes that I didn't want to miss, like character names. I didn't want to get certain things wrong. So, so you got me two to one. <laughs> I tried to be slick on my watch. <laughs> you did, uh, until the theme song came on and you found out that they're putting part of the story in the theme song. I was like, I was, pl- I was, I was playing a game, right? I'm not going to, you know, try to get around it i was i was trying to multitask and i was like gee this theme song has an extra line that hasn't been there in the 20 odd episodes i've watched I was like gee that's weird and i looked down and fucking 
Ash is fucking in the middle of battling Caterpie. And I said, mother... So I had to stop what I was doing. <laughs> I had to backtrack on good old Netflix. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Fun stuff. So... Um, this movie is a um, what what I guess we would call it on this podcast a reimagination of the original Cantle series that me and Doug are currently reviewing on the show, and basically this was a lot of what ifs. Um, what if Ash never met um, Brock and Misty? Um, what if um, if he did meet them, they didn't follow him on his journey? Um, what happened um, after Ho-Oh um, flew over the skies um, in the original episode of Pokemon? Um, we actually get to see the trainers choosing their first Pokemon um, at the beginning of this, um, where Ash was late to. So it's 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 a lot of similarity, but a shit ton of difference. Like you you didn't know how to really feel, Doug. Um, after watching this movie. No. Um, if you'd have had a camera on me while I was trying to watch this. Well, not trying. I mean, I got it watched. But when I was watching this, I would have. I went through like five different emotions. And that's not including <laughs> when fucking Pokemon tried to be sneaky on you and started trying to pluck those heartstrings. Uh, I, there was multiple occasions where I said, fuck this movie. <laughs> like out loud. <laughs> Yeah, you you get everything in this movie. You get um, sad emotions from death. Like they actually introduce death into this movie. That you you get action, you get betrayal, you get you 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 get everything. You get a lot of happiness out of this movie. You get frustrated by a ten year old boy, and since he's not mature yet, the decisions that he makes, like. You, you you get a whole bunch of stuff in this movie, and it's all compiled into ninety minutes. Yeah, and and they still rushed parts of it. Yeah, they did, <laughs> and we'll definitely get into that. So, um, obviously, there's no, there's no who's that Pokemon. Um, I guess if if you want a, us to do a who's that Pokemon, I would choose Pikachu for this episode. Is that who you would choose, or would you choose a different Pokemon? No, I, I would go a little more outside the box. Oh, okay. What what, what would you choose? I would choose Ho. You know what? I I I will fully agree with you because this movie does revolve around Ho. Even though Ho only makes out of the ninety minutes in this movie, probably is in a, only like ten minutes of this episode. I was good enough for Horsey a couple episodes ago. Yeah, true. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, um, we'll, we'll put that as the, who's that Pokemon. This movie premiered in Japan on, let's see, on July 6th at the Japan Expo, but, um, officially it uh, was released on July 15th in Japan and premiered out here in the States in theaters on November 5th. Where is the Japan Expo? I'm sorry? Where is the Japan Expo? It's in Japan. No, it's not. It's in France. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, taking place in Paris, France, although it is branched into partnership of the festival. Oh, shit. You're right. 
sometimes you got to click these Wikipedia links. Oh, I yeah, I I just was like, oh, Japan. What do you mean you want to update? You've updated the pet anyway. You can wait. (laughs) It had literally it had about an hour and twenty minutes to update, and it just (laughs) had all the time it wanted. You can wait now. So, all right. So all cocky and shit, but it ain't no, no, no. You don't get to do that now. So right off now, I know if I disappear on you, (laughs) I will. You'll know I pulled you from a couple days ago. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we are still going to hold up to our tradition. It was up for debate, but we're not going to break tradition. Um, We are going to do a um, on this date for the U.S. version. Um, So we pick November fifth the day that it was released in theaters out here. And this movie was out in theaters for a whopping two days. A whole two days. And this movie ended up grossing $37.6 million worldwide. Worldwide. Once it was released everywhere. That's impressive. And um, in Japan, um, this movie made, let's see, ba, 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 the fo- it said this film grossed 37.6 million worldwide and 3.31 billion dollars in Japan and received mixed reviews from critics. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, what, what do they want? It's a Pokemon movie. Yes. It's not like it's a goddamn Marvel movie. For real. But um, it, but this is I I mean maybe someone can clarify and I I did do homework but it says on here this made three point thirty one billion dollars in Japan, which that can't be right if it made thirty seven point six million worldwide. Well, hmm. that's just all kinds of messed up because I don't know that's that's weird. That's very weird. So uh, that's wiki for you everybody. <laughs> so, all right. So, me and Doug both have a on this date. Um, so, Doug, um, are you going first this time, or am I going first? Because mine happened ten years ago, um, on two in two thousand ten, actually. Mine happened in nineteen sixty eight. Okay, so you're going first, right? So, go ahead, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> so on this date in 1968, November 5th, Denny McLean of the Detroit Tigers wins the American League Most Valuable Player Award. This is not- notable because, well, for one, he's a pitcher, and you know they do have their own award. So for a pitcher to win Most Valuable Player, not just the Cy Young, is pretty notable. But he won the award... In a year where he won 31 games as a pitcher, which, you know, to to qualify for a win, you have to go five complete innings, and, you know, your team has to have the lead and, you know, not lose it. Um, since yeah, I mean, I you know, this isn't the type of podcast to get bogged down into pitching stats. Um, <laughs> he was the first pitcher to win... 30 games in a major league season 
1924. Um, and if you're ever bored and you Google uh, pitching wins in a single season by pitcher, you're just going to see some stupid shit like in the early, like, early to mid-1800s. You got motherfuckers out there winning 60 games a year because there was no fucking bullpen. So you went, if you started the game, you finished it one way or the other. Um, okay. And, you know, because, I mean, you know, like, the, for for a point of reference, the World Series just ended, and, like, you would, you'd see, like, it got to the point where they had to institute a rule where, okay, if a pitcher comes in, he has to face three batters because it was getting to the point where it's like, Dude would come in, throw one pitch, get an out, and the guy and the fucking manager would come out and pull a guy. Cause you know you're playing matchups. So yeah. Um Of course. But yeah, um So that was just kind of a um and I believe that's the the highest total um since. I don't think anybody's come anywhere near 31 games in the modern game and that's probably like it's got it in the modern game it's a feat somebody hits 20 um because you know you just don't see it i mean with injuries and with specialized bullpens the way they are you know a guy goes seven innings you pat him on the butt and tell him he had a good game and then you know you, you bring in a guy that can throw 99 and not even think about it so all right. Pitching ain't wow. what it used to be. No, not not at all. So mine's a little more to, I, I guess you can call it home, because um, we do do a wrestling podcast, if we haven't mentioned that a million <laughs> times on this podcast. But mine, was, 10 years ago um, uh, from this date in 2010, WWE presented Cyber Sunday for the first time with an attendance of 228,000. Oh, no, no, no. Now, wait I'm a sorry. minute. Hold oh, on. I'm Hold on. So just sorry. about five seconds. There, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of a, uh, of about 7,000 with 228,000 watching from home. I see. So, uh, let's see. Where was it? Uh, this was at the U.S. Bank Arena in Cincinnati, Ohio. Ah, good old Cleveland. Well, yes. Cincinnati. And the main event of this show was King Booker defeating John Cena and The Big Show in a triple threat match to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. And the fans selected the championship belt to be at stake with 67%, followed by ECW for 21%, and the WWE Championship for 12%. Oh, gotcha. Those were the three uh, top champions in the brand, and then, okay, gotcha. And we got to choose who um, who got to fight in the main event. So, basically, the ECW and WWE champion got a night off. No, wait a minute, no. Oh, no, wait, no, 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 Cena was no. WWE C- and Big Show Big was ECW. Big Show was ECW yeah. champion, but King Booker's title was the one that was on, on the line because of what people voted. Okay, gotcha. So we weren't, we weren't, you said this was 2008? 2010. 2000, so we weren't quite at Cena sucks just yet. Mm-mm. Because if this was like maybe what, a year later, we were like, get the WWE belt off Cena. 
Um, actually, yes, because um, actually it was later that year because that was the year. That, oh shit! That's the year he killed the Nexus at SummerSlam. Yes. Oh shit. So that's that's when the Cena suck chance started, and it followed him for the rest of his career. It was just the thing to the thing to do. Yeah, but he's embraced it now, so it's not as fun. Ooh, that's a rated RKO and um, defeated Degeneration X on this show. Oh yeah, it was in the middle of that feud. What was what was the stip there? Uh, let's see. The returning Eric Bischoff, sixty percent, was the fans' choice for special guest referee over ah. Jonathan Coachman and Vince McMahon. Eric Bischoff won over Vince McMahon. Yes. I mean, I you know, Coachman can fuck right off, but Eric Bischoff won over Vince <laughs> McMahon. That's surprising. So, but um. But yeah, that that's our history segment, and this movie is long enough, so I think it's about time that we jump into this sucker of a movie, Bo. I cannot believe that you're the first person to tie wrestling back. <laughs> I am. Disappointed. Are you now? I'm a little bit disappointed, yeah. <laughs> you thought you were going to be the first? And I probably have missed some good ones, but they don't pop up on the websites I go to frequently for dates, so. <laughs> and I just have, out of the blue, was like, what happened on this day in wrestling? And all of these things, ECW and all this stuff popped up. So, I mean, we we do I've, do a wrestling podcast, so I'm surprised that we haven't talked it yet. Do we? <laughs> I know. I mean, we, we haven't done it in like five weeks now. I We, we kind of got to get back into it. <laughs> so but um as of this recording um we will be back next week <laughs> but everyone already kind of knows that by now listening to our show that's true this is this is this is like weird timeline because this is go this isn't going out for another couple of months and then we'll be back this is weird yeah so, Lily, like two months from the time that we're recording this is when this one is getting released. Wow. So, if this editing is not good, I'm sorry. Well, but, I don't see why it wouldn't be. So, you're pretty, right. you're, you're pretty good at what you do. I am. I am. If people didn't know, I am the editor of these shows. I like to wear that crown. So, if they are shit. It's not my fault. I try my best. <laughs> so, all right, I, I went ahead and I hit the good old play button and Netflix is thinking and it's scrolling through its library and it's getting ready to pop up for me. But, um, let's see. Pika, there we go. Movie is on. And... This movie starts off looking over a huge stadium. And I'm going to pause this real quick here because every time we go back to the original series, I mean, I feel like they've done this a few times, um, a few different ways. And we always get this intro, which was introduced in red, blue and green version of the Pokemon game. And it's Blastoise versus Gengar 
getting ready to have their battle. But this time we actually get to see the damn battle. And how satisfying was this for you, bro? That was pretty interesting. Like, like this started literally starting off. I was like, this is dope because we never get to see how this plays out. And it's just kind of cool. Yeah. So um, we're not going to go cut by cut, but um, Blastoise and um, Gengar battle it out. Um, Gengar gets the best of Blastoise and the trainer has to take it back. And Did it uh, trip you out that Blastoise used an ice attack? Yes, it did. But, um, you know... They, they've introduced a lot into the Pokemon games. Like, um, in Pokemon Go, um, next week, they're introducing Electabuzz, um, with Flamethrower and they're introducing, um, who's the fire Pokemon? This is gonna bug me. So I'm gonna look it up real quick while we're doing this. All right. Um, Pokemon Go events. So as you're doing that, so we don't yes. have too much dead air, um, the Magmar, uh, Magmar, I see. <laughs> and Magmar is getting the electric attack. So um, the the trainer has to call out Venusaur, and then Venusaur uses um, Solar Beam, and Blastoise uses what was it, Water Cannon? Yes. And the and the two attacks meet in the middle, and as they meet. The the battle zooms out to show that it's being seen on a television, which it's a bigger television than the <laughs> than the pilot, but not by much. Um, and Ash is in the room, <laughs> kind of shadow boxing to the match, which is weird. He's like, "Ooh, get him!" This and that and the other. And then the narrator goes kind of through. This is Ash Ketchum. He's going to be 10 years old and at 10 years old trainers have the option of picking their first pokemon and starting out on their pokemon journey and then there's a poster up on his wall says bulbasaur squirtle and charmander yes and And, uh, let's pause right here real quick doug what did you think about the animation um because this is the new style that the pokemon show is actually drawn in now what do what do you think about this over what we're reviewing right now? Well, it's not fair. Really? It, well, it's not really because the stuff we're watching right now was done in 1998. <laughs> True. I mean, this is 2017, or whenever, whenever it was done. I mean, it got released in 2017, but this, you know, but it's you- like. The cartoon looks so much better, right? Oh, I mean, it's not even it's not even a competition. I mean, this is just, it's its cleaner, it's its sharper, it's, it's more vibrant. So, but all right. The same thing as sharper, but I don't it, know. <laughs> so, we go to str- use these $10 words, you know. <laughs> well, it, this is the place to do it, is in the movie. So, <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, we go straight from Ash watching the Pokemon League, because that, that's what he was watching to uh, him laying in bed and he's tossing and turning in his bed and he goes and he grabs his alarm clock and thinks he's throwing the Pokeball to 
catch a Pokemon and <laughs> his ass breaks his alarm clock, which goes into the story as to why he was late getting to Professor Oaks. And then, <clears throat> unlike the pilot, this is the first time we see his mom because his mom pokes in and says, what are you still doing in bed? You're going to be late getting to Professor Oaks. Yes. Which then he scrambles, basically breaks his neck on the bed here, um, rushes out, no no shoes, no socks, no pants. Just in, 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 well, he has, he has pajamas on. He has pajama shorts. Well, yeah, but, well, <laughs> I mean, we don't know what the temperature is, to be fair. We don't know what time of year it officially is. But he runs over to Professor Oak, and Professor Oak is watering Bellsprout and Oddish in the front yard, and Ash is like, I'm ready to get my first Pokemon. And Professor Oak just had no chill. He's like, oh, so you're the one. That that was like you're the fourth comer. You're the yeah you're the fourth trainer that was starting out today. And I I just think it's real funny because, um, in 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 this I mean and, and it still like jobbles my brain. But Professor Oak knew there was four trainers, right? You would have to think so. Okay, well, well he's he he said he's like you're the fourth trainer, so. Um, he's, t- he's asking Professor Oak, well, where's my Pokemon? And Professor Oak has to think as to who he's going to give <laughs> Ash at the beginning of this. And then, um, as he's walking in and Ash is like, I, I decided that I'm going to choose Squirtle. And he's like, oh, that, 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 uh, Pokemon went to a trainer who was on time. And then we see Gary. Yeah, well, now let's be transparent. We see the back of Gary's head. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and this tripped me out because obviously in the pilot, the the three starting Pokemon are in this um, circular um, container. Not the right word, but pedestal. Pedestal. Yes. And. You know, they're just denoted by Pokeballs. But in this scene, we see Gary holding a Pokeball up to Squirtle's head and the Pokeball opening and accepting Squirtle in. So yes. these Pokemon are essentially free-range Pokemon. Correct. And I honestly, I like that. Yeah, no, I, I prefer that a little better. So... So um, we go, he goes from that and then um, a little switch up from the original series. Um, he actually chooses Bulbasaur as his second Pokemon. I thought that was different. Yes. I thought that was different, but I couldn't place it. So um, so he he goes and he chooses Bulbasaur and Professor Oak is like, OK, uh, well, Bulbasaur was picked up by another trainer who was on time. As well, and you see a girl um, picking up Bulbasaur. And I was like, all right, well, and he's like, oh, all right. I mean, I really want Charmander. And I'm sitting there going, you're full of shit. You're just late and trying to make up for it. And it's at this point, and I I wanted, I tried so hard because um, 
something tells me that these three figures that we're seeing um, in the in the video, like we see the back of Gary's head and then we see the other two trainers, that these are trainers that are going to come into the mix in the actual series at some point. But because um, they they depict um, the guy that got the Charmander, you see he, he's wearing purple pants with circles on the knees and what looks like a red slipper uh, a bag and a red shirt. Mm-hmm. But I could not put my finger on who that trainer is. And I know I've seen him before. But I don't know. So, yeah. So Ash starts to get all bummed out. And he's like, well, if Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle are gone, then who the hell am I going to take? <laughs> I got to start on my damn self. Yeah, he, he actually thinks that Professor Oak is going to be like, well, here's some Pokeballs. You can go and catch your own starter Pokemon. It would have been <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Go catch yourself a Pidgey and see what happens. <laughs> go go throw this at a Sparrow and make friends. Yeah, go throw this at a Sparrow, <laughs> not a goddamn rock, you idiot. <laughs> so uh, so Professor Oak, um, in so little words, goes, well, I do have one more Pokemon. He's kind of temperamental, and he doesn't like to be in a Pokeball, and he's running around here somewhere, and then we see um, Pikachu run by. He's he's on the second floor of Professor Oak's lab, and it and just runs down all the way over to Ash Ketchum, and just runs past him, makes Ash fall on his ass and fall down the stairs, and Pikachu is just laughing his ass off, like the young, immature Pikachu that we all love. I didn't care for this straight away because this scene right here, Pikachu is way more cute and cuddly, way too soon. <laughs> yeah, you well, you you prefer the fat Pikachu um, that started off the adventure that got a uh, wire around his waist and got dragged half of half of the first part of his adventure. <laughs> half of the first, and no and no fucking gloves. I missed the. Where were the rubber gloves? <laughs> God damn it. Um, but then, um, so, you know, this is Pikachu and he picks him up and he gets shocked and he. Yeah. Pikachu doesn't like to be held. And Professor Oak goes, yeah, this is an electric mouse Pokemon. <laughs> you might not want to do that. And Ash's like, I... where were you five seconds ago? <laughs> and then Ash being a smart ass 10 year old basically tells Professor Oak, oh, I could take a shock. We're going to be best friends. And then just get shocked again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, um, for nothing more than plot convenience, Mrs. Ketchum shows up. And she's got... Well, 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 right before that happened, um, they, they, uh, Professor Oak did give Ash the electric Pokeball with the electric um, bolt on it. And so Pikachu does have a Pokeball. Oh, that's right. He does. I mean, that's important because that was obviously in the pilot, and that was. <clears throat> and of course, the um, the lightning bolt Pokeball will um, factor in here and uh, due time. Yes. 
So, all right. But um, as you were saying, Doug, um, you, you, you can go about Ash's mother coming into the equation. Yeah. So for nothing more than plot convenience, Mrs. Ketchum shows up with a, a fresh change of clothes, including a hat, which is different. The hat's different. That was that was like yes, the first yes. thing I noticed, like, bang away. Like, the hat's got a different logo, and I'm sitting there going, why? I can tell you why. Oh, I'm so, sure you could. So, um, the, the hats are, they're different region hats. So I believe this hat in general, I'm going to pull this up right now because Pokemon just did an event, uh, Pokemon Go Pikachu or Pokemon Pikachu coats. There we go. Right here. So. Go go ahead, Doug, and I will. I'll have um, the difference of all these hats in just a moment. So, Ash puts on the hat, and he's like, "Well, Pikachu and I, we're we're gonna we're gonna be our we're gonna be the best of friends." And he said, "All right, Pikachu, it's time to go get in your Pokeball." They they do the catch bit, which I would argue is funny here. Um, because you can tell Pikachu's like, I'm not going in that Pokeball, and he hits it. You know, I'm seriously not going in that Pokeball. <laughs> and then he hits it again. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, so the one um, from the cartoon is called the original cap. It's the championship cap. The the one that's in this movie is considered a partner cap. It's not a championship um, cap. And I see. So it it is a partner cap, and Pikachu um, wears it in the Pokemon game as oh. as, a, as a special event thing, and he looks all cute with it. So just wanted to point that out. Real so quick. the Ash in the series, who's wearing the quote unquote championship hat, is a fraud because he ain't no champion. Well, he he got that. Uh, <laughs> if. I'm guessing that hat was a gift from his father. Cause no, I didn't he his say father... something like I had to turn? I I want to. Oh, he did. Yeah, he 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 had to turn in some stuff to get that, and they only gave out like twelve of those hats, and he won it. Yeah, because does it that comes up in our next episode, which we have yet to record yet, doesn't it? Because Primate yes. takes it. Yes. Look at that. We didn't even plan that that way. I know. <laughs> get that shit. I know. Perfect. So, yeah, they play catch, and then Ash gets the Pokeball to the base, and says, and, and Ash is like, oh, come on, Pikachu, it's time to go on our adventure, and he picks him up again, and of course he fucking gets shocked, and this time he Shots. gets everybody. Because the first time he that only was got, hilarious. Um, the first time he only got Ash, because Oak apparently was outside of the range or whatever. <laughs> and then, um, then we, then we go to the the, we go to the, the road and we got the dragging scene, which, again, no gloves, <laughs> no funny. Um, and Ash is like, well, Pikachu, "What's the matter, Pikachu?" Pikachu just do you does not... it. He goes, "Do you not like me?" And Pikachu goes, "Duh." <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah, obviously, I'm not walking. You're dragging my ass." And then Ash gets the bright idea and goes, "All right, well, I will take this wire off of you, but..." you need to walk with me. And Pikachu still has no chill and is like, yeah, I'm still not listening to you. He says, I'm still not listening, but he doesn't run away. He could have easily run away and we could have had, you know, 15 minutes of him trying to chase Pikachu down. 
Yeah. And it, it's funny because in the original version, Pikachu goes and runs into a tree. And that's when we get the whole Ash is trying to catch Pokemon without Pikachu. That's right, because Pikachu's up on a branch uh, laughing his ass off. Um, yeah. And here he's on a rock. Um, but yeah, so Ash, <clears throat> Ash sees a Pidgey and he goes, oh, this is a perfect way to start my uh, my journey. And um, and Pikachu just laughs because Pidgey breaks right out of the Pokeball, but and Ash actually has the right mind in this movie and tells Pikachu, Pikachu, you're supposed to help me out and attack it so I can capture it. And Pikachu is just like, yeah, I'm gonna scratch my ear with my. I got this itch that I gotta take care of. (laughs) This has no chill, so. And then we get the classic Ash is a dick and gets a rock and throws it. It's and, a bigger uh, rock. It is a bigger rock. It's so I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't blame this damn Spiro <laughs> for getting pissed off the way that it is. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Uh, do you remember in the original Pokemon game where it, when you go to the Safari Zone and you can either throw a rock or give the Pokemon a treat? But like if you give the Pokemon a treat, it'll become a little bit more friendly but if you throw a rock at it it's easier to catch yeah yeah i i I just i i i just have all these envisions of trainers with all with a bag full of rocks and it's like i'm gonna talk (laughs) about at these damn like the pokemon in the safari zone must hate people (laughs) that's dumb because like isn't one of the main attractions of the safari zone tauros so you're throwing rocks at bulls basically yeah, the one Pokemon that Ash has like twenty of. <laughs> I, I still love that. In me. I don't. I don't think we've gotten there yet. No, no, we're not there. We're that, not that's there the, yet. That's one that's of my favorite the, lines. That's in the Dratini episode. So yeah, okay. We're, that's in the Dratini episode. So yeah, okay. It's we're coming not there yet. Yeah, we're close though. But yeah, yeah it's not there. Yet. So, um, you know, <laughs> we 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 get the Spiro scene and. You know, we get Pikachu being attacked. We get Ash picking him up, and Pikachu's all fucking wounded and pathetic. There's a lot more Spiro in this movie than there was in the actual cartoon. Yeah, but but, but no, more Spiro, but no Firo. Yeah, no Firo. And <clears throat> Pikachu, they they they're basically we're we're eight minutes into this ninety minute movie. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and they're basically done with the first episode. Yes, the first episode <laughs> is basically done. Like where we we should be getting ready for Pikachu to go to the Pokemon Center for Ash to meet Misty, but no, that that hasn't happened, and that's and not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but um, I do like. I w- I want to talk about the animation and this next part of the scene. So Ash jumps off off a cliff to get away from the Spearow, and he falls. Yeah, well, I, he, <laughs> Come on it now. looked like, and then almost gets eaten by a fucking Gyarados, like a fucking G. Like that, like that Gyarados had no chill. He gave zero fucks and was like, "I will eat you." Okay, you swam by me. Goodbye. <laughs> It's not my show. You can you can keep going. 
And that's the way that Ash and Pikachu got away from the Spiro in this movie, as opposed to Pikachu becoming friends with Ash and shocking the fuck out of all the Spiro and sending them away. Well, it also starts raining like a motherfucker. Yeah. So in this movie, um, as as soon as he gets out of the water, all the Spiros start attacking him again. Mm-hmm. And it's at this point, Ash accidentally drops Pikachu. Pikachu goes flying like, like a couple yards away from him. And uh, I'm, I'm going to fast forward just a little bit because Ash wants Pikachu to get back into the Pokeball. And Pikachu's like, Oh, so Ash is going to take the brunt of the Spiro for me. And Ash stands up and faces the Spiro. And Pikachu comes up and since it's raining, gives off a huge thundershock and they they left nothing to the imagination in this. This was a big fucking boom. I mean, this was, yeah. I feel like you could feel this if you were just sitting there and you go, what the fuck was that? And they the way they redid this scene with the raindrops, like looking all 3D and Pikachu just going in and just boom and just blew it, it it literally blew away all the Spiro because of how big the explosion was and then um uh, the the it's funny the version the version that i'm watching and I, i'll say it again i watched this originally on netflix but i'm too lazy and didn't want to boot it up again so i'm watching a rip of this right mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the version i'm watching is apparently from disney xd because there's a fucking bug in the corner <laughs> and right as, right after the explosion they took their first commercial <laughs> that's hilarious um perfect spot too yeah not a bad spot um so they wake up and pikachu's all snuggly and all he's fine now so you know the the animosity only lasted about what uh 12 minutes or so um yes. So yeah. at the at this point, um, they wake up and after they snuggle, we get the classic Ho Oh is flying over the Kanto region, but this time is where the story kind of starts taking a left turn and um and Ho Oh drops a rainbow feather down for Ash mm-hmm. at this point, and then. We turn around and, you know, we see the rainbow and we we see the back of Pikachu and Ash. And then we actually get the opening, which apparently you had to fucking pay attention to the whole thing. And there's fucking three <laughs> verses in this goddamn song, because why wouldn't so, there be? So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know something just going forward, Doug. Every single movie um, plays a theme song um, according to what version of pokemon they're depicting and every single theme song plays into the movie so you have to watch it oh, for <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm throwing that in there right now so that that's that's something that pokemon loves to do is to throw in the theme song and it's a longer version and you get to hear the entire song but um a lot happens because 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 you have to watch it in um, the Mewtwo Strikes Back movie. I'll just put put it out there. Well, no, I mean I saw that. Yeah. 
But, um, so yeah, I'm watching this intro, and they're, Ash and Pikachu are buddy-buddy, and they're, you know, they're bathing in the river, and they're camping out, and they're, they're battling, <laughs> I'm gonna say it like this, because they fucking do, they fucking battle this poor, pathetic Caterpie. <laughs> Caterpie should be fucking pissed. Caterpie should be dead. <laughs> Caterpie took a fucking, that, that wasn't even a thundershock, that was a thunderbolt. To the and fucking he, face. And he just took it clean, and and there and you know five minutes later they're all buddy buddy. Caterpie's hanging out on a fucking branch, <laughs> eating some around. Pokemon food. And I w- I want to throw it out throw out there that fucking Ash knows how to fucking cook in this movie. Well, he has to. He, there's no Brock. I was about to say there's no Brock, so he had to learn how to cook. So. There's no, because in the series, Ash still, I'm, 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 I'm one episode away from Battle Frontier, and Ash's ass still doesn't know how to cook. I'm <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> well, you're not just gonna pick that up, are you? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they, they, we go straight from that, and then um, we go to another scene where Ash is training his, um, his. Pikachu and all of his Pokemon. Um, we get the classic scene of Caterpie looking at all the Butterfree in in the sky, um, imagining what he's gonna one day be. Um, it looks like we get Mew. Is that fucking Mew? I didn't even catch that the first time. I didn't even catch that a little bit. Let me hold on. No, no, that that's 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 not Mew. That's some pink Pokemon that I can't depict. But um. Let's see. Pikachu never goes back into his Pokeball. And we go straight from that to um, a scene of Ash battling inside of <clears throat> inside of the bug gym in the Kanto region. Right. So he's he's battling and getting ready to get his marshmallow badge. And the rainbow badge, isn't it? I mean, I'm sorry, not marshmallow badge. Uh, the rainbow badge. From the gym, and so they, and this is the third badge that he is getting. So that means that they skipped over Brock and they skipped over Misty. And so, they skipped over, if we're being honest. True, Surge was the third gym leader. No, was he? Yes. No. Yes. 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 Because I, I don't even think we've gotten to this point in our series yet. He he doesn't have this badge. No, he uh we you know to kind of date us a little bit and confuse you, uh you fine listeners. We just watched where he got his, his uh, Marsh badge. We just finished the uh, the Psychic trilogy. Yes. So and you you'll be hearing that starting next week. So. Hey, don't don't you like how that how that goes together, yeah. Doug? No, it makes my head hurt. <laughs> So, yeah, he he hasn't gotten this badge yet. And as you've been listening to our show, he hasn't gotten it in the series yet either. So for this being his third gym battle, I mean, they're really turning the tables on the order that Ash is getting these badges. Big time. But Pikachu is battling a um, Tangela. Which we haven't seen in the show. No. So um, he wins this battle. And goes and gets his badge. And we go straight from that 
to Ash basically getting yelled at by his mother for not checking in. Which, you know, fair enough, you know. Yes. You know, it seems like we're in an age now where phone calls are easier to make. Um, uh, uh, fast forward a little bit. The, the young woman he's about to meet in this Pokemon Center a little bit later has a phone. Yes. So they, they've done away with the original, like the Bellsprout phones and all of that. Like in this movie, you're getting updated technology. Like there's, there's cell phones, the computer that he's watching, the video on has no actual telephone that he's holding up to his ear to talk in. It's an actual, like, it looks like a Skype or Zoom, um, video that he's videoing with his mother. Right. So that, that's an update as well. But, um, uh, Ash, (laughs) um, Ash's mother actually brings up, um, Ash's father. I didn't catch that. Oh, you didn't catch that. She, um, she shows how mad, um, um, she is at the father. So she goes, um, here, I'll, 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 I'll even do the line. She says, do you know how many Pokemon centers you have been to and you have not called? I've been leaving messages hoping that you would be there. And Ash goes, what's the big emergency? And his mother, who we find out um, her name is Delia, by the way, um, she says, if I didn't say it was a big or if I didn't say it was a big emergency, you wouldn't have called back. You're like your father. It wouldn't hurt to call me once in a while, would it? And that's the one and only line about she says something like that in the show, doesn't she? Um, not not really she 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 doesn't go as hard um into the father as she went in this movie mm-hmm. like that that's that's the one line but in that one line you can definitely tell something happened between mrs ketchum and the father because in the original series it seems like father may have gone out to war never came back this time Ash's father fucking went went out on a Pokemon adventure, it seems like, and just never called again. Deadbeat. Ah. So, yeah. And she go and she goes straight from being mad until to being happy once she sees Pikachu. Yeah, because so. Pikachu's cute, you know. So, but yeah. um, but yeah, in this scene, um, you get introduced to uh, a couple of the main characters, um, but they're not. On speaking terms yet, like you get um, introduced to Sorel, um, and he is with his Lucario. You get introduced to um, Veridity, um, and she's just standing at um, one of the Pokemon desks, and she's chuckling, and um, Nurse Joy is giving her back her Pokemon, saying that her Pokemon is back to perfect health. Right. So... You you want to take this next part, Doug? Oh yeah, I gotta backtrack a little bit because I've just kind of been letting it run. So, <laughs> so they're standing there, and then as uh, Veridity gets her Pokemon back, a trainer walks in or runs in, I should say, with a Vaporeon, and says, "My Vaporeon needs help. It was hurt. Freaking Entei came out of nowhere." They're like, Entei? 
Yeah, and... everybody and their mother like drops what they're doing, and Ash is like, "Mom, I gotta let you go." Like fucking NJ's <laughs> been sighted, you know. But... I'm gonna go capture it. But th- this is also the scene where we get Team Rocket as well, and. I, I mean, maybe their voices, um, once I get a little further in the series, has changed. But their voices um, have dramatically, like, changed. Like I thought, I, had, I thought Jesse sounded the same. Well, okay, maybe not Jesse, but James, definitely. Oh, like, 100%. M-E-L. Yes. So I, I was like, what the hell? I was like, but... And they haven't been ashes on his third badge and they're not after Pikachu yet, which is completely different from the main series as well, because they would have been on trap number 25 by now. Well, yeah. <laughs> you like how I did that? Pikachu's 25, trap 25. I got to be honest with you, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't I kind of glossed over them because they don't really factor in here. In this movie, I mean, I mean, they're there, and they get thwarted, but they don't like. Oh my God, it's Team Rocket. We have to, you know, forget about Ho Oh and Entei for ten minutes and deal with Team Rocket. They're just kind of there, and then they're not. Yeah. And then, it's it's at this point that everybody and their mother heard about the whole Entei, and the whole entire Pokemon Center, full of trainers, runs out and goes into the forest. To, in an attempt to find Entei so they can capture this legendary Pokemon. And then Team Rocket jumps up and goes, we're going to get Entei too. And they just run out. And then they're gone. And we know that Team Rocket are still bad because their wanted posters are up in the Pokemon Center. Yes. So um, this is where the movie takes a huge fast forward. I mean, Gosh, people, you got 90 minutes. Slow down. Yeah, but, really. But um, we go straight to Ash running in the forest. And, of course, within, like, three or four seconds of him running in the forest, there's Entei. Right, because, you know, we only have, well, I mean, to be fair, at that point, they had, you know, they basically only had, you know, buck ten or so. Yes. I mean, they had to step on it. Um yeah, so Ash is running, he sees Entei, but then Veridity is running right next to him. Yes, and, and she's running on after, and she says that she's going to capture it. And this little girl, this stupid girl, Careful throws now. out a... Yeah, I, I, I was about to say something else, but I it, it's a little girl. That's what um, I called for, and you know it. <laughs> you yeah. ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say it. Yeah, but uh, you thought it real hard. <laughs> this idiot <laughs> throws out a damn Piplup to go and battle a legendary motherfucking big bad ass Ente. I'm hey, not, man. I'm not, I'm not, not going to be able to say that again. Hey, so man. That, 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 that Piplup is going to cute him to death. Um, I caught an Ente once. Yeah, I, I caught an Entei once too. I actually just caught another Entei in Sword and Shield. Just just saying. Yeah, but I'm talking. I caught it when it was actually hard to do. <laughs> Did you catch it with a piplup? I sure no, I no fuck no. I, I, I fucking I had a hundred master balls and just kinda lucked into them one night. 
and was like, oh, I'm just going to toss this at you. I'm not going to battle you. Yeah, I'm going to catch this real quick and just because nobody's going to fucking believe me that I saw you, let alone caught you. Caught. <laughs> so she sends Piplup out, and out of all moves to do, she tells Piplup to do Bubble Bee. Well, you know, because it's Piplup. You know, what else is it going <laughs> to? Let's blow some bubbles at this big fire breathing fucking big hunk of a man ente. I was not expecting that description. <laughs> hunk well, of a man. At, but ente, <laughs> ente, ente jumps up from the bubble beam and jumps right behind Ash and this Entei must weigh like a thousand pounds because as soon as it hits that ground, fucking shakes everything. Right. And then, <clears throat> pardon me, and then throws out a uh, flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> well, no, he, he dodges, dodges, dodges a, a thunder shock from Pikachu. Yes. And then jumps on a rock, throws out... Um, a flamethrower. Flamethrower. Burns Ash's ass, which... L- literally, his yeah. ass was on fire. <laughs> Funny clip. Uh, I and mean, then... poor Ash, really. I mean, he's gotten shocked, he's been burnt, he got yelled at by his mom, he's not having a good time. <laughs> no, not at all. But then we see Sorel show up into the mix with his Lucario, who throws a shadow ball over at Entei, and Entei just takes it to the chin and goes, yeah, Nice shot. My turn. Flamethrower just... for you, too, and you can have this tree. <laughs> <laughs> right into the tree. <laughs> if I was that trainer, I'd want that tree cut out, and then I'd want the imprint <laughs> of my Lucario that's inside of that tree as, like, a little souvenir. Like, yeah. this is... This, see, see that this, hunk this of wood? Is... That's when my... This is from when my Lucario ate it. <laughs> Battling a fucking Entei. And but then, uh, <clears throat> bubble beam again by Piplup. Yeah, that Piplup gets all full of piss and vinegar and says, I'm going to get you this time. And this time, fucking Entei doesn't even pull out an attack. He jumps into the air, jumps down, and the gust of wind off of his body just takes Pikachu, Ash, um, Berenity and Piplup and just shoots them back and then Entei just walks away going, try that again and see what happens. He said, my work here is done. And just walks off. And then <laughs> Veridity gets pissy with Ash saying, I would have, I could have caught him if you hadn't have mucked th- things up and Piplup's got an attitude and Ash's solution to everything is, well, we should just battle then. <laughs> of course. Because he goes, you know what? I'm not going to take this. Why don't we just battle then? And and we find out that um, Verenity is from, uh, let's see, give me one second. She is from Twin Leaf Town and that Sorrel um, as well is from Veilstone City. And um, Ash challenges Verenity to a, a battle and then um, Verenity is like, this is not going to last long. I want to fight your Lucario, but fucking Sorrel yeah, must have him He's picking the Lucario from the ground and says, look, I'm fucking out of here. We just landed and we just ran into a tree 
I, I, like, we're out of, this is, no. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he puts Lucario back, his Pokeball, and deuces out. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm a proper trainer. I'm just gonna walk away. And I, I swear Sorel looks like he's 10 years old as well. So it looks like he probably just started off his journey as well. He said, he's got, I've got other shit to do. I, you know, so. Piplup and Pikachu have an actual pretty decent battle. Sorel, Sorel, as he walked off, warned Ash and Verenity that there's a huge storm that's getting ready to come through. That's that's a good that's a good line. Yes, and he said you, you a, might want to go and take shelter. There's a storm coming in. I'm getting out of here. And then ah, oh, he's just weird. We're gonna battle, and they battle for a, a good hot minute, and you know they're going back and forth until freaking. Piplup shoots another one of their troublemaking <laughs> bubble beams to a, a set of rocks, which, oh, by the way, is a fucking onyx. <laughs> and this onyx got pissed because onyx, of course, weak to water. So um, gets pissed off and Ash has to go and save Piplup from getting smashed by onyx. And onyx is not having any of it and goes, you know what? You may have saved it, but I'm going to chase your grass and you're not going to get away. So there's like a good like two minute scene of them getting chased by fucking Onyx and, and tossing yeah, Team Rocket. And yeah, Team Rocket just happens to be on a stump for about five seconds and then they're not. Um, and they're chasing, they're being chased by this Onyx. And then Onyx actually gets behind them enough to flip them onto its own back. And yes. it's and it's still riding them in this uh, can, uh, chasm, a canyon, and you know Onyx is it, binging and banging off of the sides of this rock, and Ash is like, "You're just gonna hurt yourself at this point, you know, knock it the fuck off." Yeah, like uh, Onyx. I mean, Ash is lucky that none of those rocks ricocheted up and hit him. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, and. You know, uh, Veridity holds up Piplup, and Piplup does a, um, what's that, a whirlpool? Whirlpool. Yeah. A whirlpool. And stops Onyx, and Ash tells it, he's like, listen, I'm sorry for scaring you, but you're going to hurt us, and you're going to hurt yourself. So let's just go our separate ways, and I'm sorry. And Onyx actually calms down, listens, and burrows his way back underground. And as... Veridity and Ash are kind of coming to a mutual understanding. Lo and behold, it does, in fact, start to rain. Yes. Hard. And this is where we get the classic Charmander scene. So we just jumped, like, five episodes. Five episodes, just bang. (laughs) (laughs) So they're running away, and they, they see this Charmander looking sadder than a motherfucker. Like, this... This Charmander didn't even have a leaf covering his tail. He's just sitting on this stone getting poured on. And he's just, you know, hey, Charmander, what's going on? And, you know, Charmander's looking all sad, but he's looking determined. And then all of a sudden he stands up and he kind of gets this bright look in his eye. And he starts waddling over. And we see this trainer come out of the woods. And he runs over and he's all happy. And Veridity goes, oh, that must be his trainer. He must have been waiting. I this 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 made me want to turn off the movie. I almost I almost stopped and I I, almost texted you and I'm like I can't. I made it half an hour. I can't do it. This is bullshit. 
uh, yeah, I I was in all sorts of feelings when this happened because the way that they animated Charmander jumping up. So think of like a little like one year old baby that just learned how to walk and then or just learned how to run and is running back to his mom or dad and just this trainer being the parent is just like yeah i don't want you just get out of here and i i was just he fucking kicked him yes and i said out loud he fucking kicked him (laughs) out loud i said that charmander was hugging his leg and i almost cut i almost cut the movie i almost cut if it hadn't if the movie had didn't have another hour and it was already like 6 30 I would have cut the movie and texted you, but I, I don't know if I can do this. This is all bullshit. <laughs> it, 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 like, I, like when I tell you people that this movie puts you in all sorts of feelings, I mean, it does. And this is one of the saddest scenes, but. So if you can kind of remember kind of some of the dialogue that Damien used, this is, um, this is basically what, um, Cross his name saying. is his name. Yeah, I was about to say his name is Cross, and I wanted to give you guys a background as to where he came from, but it um, he he never says he doesn't say where he came from. So um, he he this is just a one off character in the movie. Um, but yeah, he he calls Charmander weak. Says Charmander that there's a million Charmanders out here. He caught this one thinking it was strong. But that there's a million other Charmander in this forest that I can go and catch that's ten times stronger than this one. So and he, and he goes to walk away, and you know Ash tries to stop him, and then the um, you'll have to forgive me. I don't. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what Pokemon this uh, cross was walking with. Pokemon. It's identified later, but. It's beyond. It, it was past my watching of the show. Let me just put it that way, or playing of the game, because they really so, fucked with the timeline of some of these Pokemon. The the cross starts walking away, and Charmander doesn't know any better, so he's trying to follow him, and he fucking he's wobbling, and he falls in the fucking mud again. And I'm and if I hadn't quit when he kicked him, I almost quit here. And that, so, you know, at this point, Ash has to play hero again. He picks him up and he puts his, his, uh, um, tail in his, you know, covered by his jacket so he can survive the rain. And then they just walk into this cave. Lycanroc. There we go. Um, <clears throat> Ash tries to stop Cross at one point and the Lycanroc has to kind of knock him down and then Pikachu gets ready to jump to his defense and shock him. But then, you know. It's a lot of rain. Lycanroc starts mean mugging and then the, Cross starts talking to him like an idiot. And um, so they run into this cave and, and meet up with Sorrel, who started a fire and start inside of the cave. And then we get we basically get Nurse Joy's lines from um, Sorrel. Yeah, basically, you let it, you know, get to this point. And then, you know, poor Veridity has to jump in and be like, this isn't his Charmander. It was abandoned by his trainer. His trainer was a dickhead with a small prick um mi- 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 those were those were those were misty's lines right you know because they're both girls um yes and so you know we find out that sorrel is <clears throat> training to be a pokemon professor and that you know just happens to include some medical training 
Brock. Yes, minus the food. Um, yes. And um, so you know they 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 kind of bundle um, Charmander up and uh, give throw, him some medicine. Yeah, some type of medicine. And it makes it makes Charmander go night night. Well, so Nyko basically. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So Ash is, you know, watching over him, and um, he's got him in his arms, and um, Charmander wakes up at one point and looks up and sees Ash holding him, and you can just kind of tell, he, I don't know about this guy, but I'm warm, so kind of fuck it. Um, and yeah. It starts getting cold inside of the cave. So everybody starts retreating their Pokemon back into their Pokeball, but Pikachu won't go. Right. Which apparently, um, Piplup <clears throat> and, um, what's it, what's it, Bella's Pokemon name? Uh, I, um, oh, Lucario? Yeah, him. Yes. They're like, well, if Pikachu's not going in his ball, we're not going in our balls. We're gonna, we're gonna keep you warm, you know, and poor Piplup can't keep a fucking leg warm let alone a whole human he's um, he, he's like a penguin i mean he, he you know, he's trying his damnedest but you know <laughs> but then we get entei with a bunch of other pokemon walking into the cave and entei is just main mugging these trainers and if you don't fuck with me i don't fuck with you you see the storm out there i just say these pokemon now don't try anything stupid and nobody does, to be fair. Yes. And then uh, then we get a bit of story time talking about um, <clears throat> Ho-Ho. The- Ho-Ho was the, what was it, the life force of Entei? Uh, Ra- Raikou and Suicune. Suicune. Oh, they, the, the Pokemon Tower from Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Platinum. Basically, uh, the story was that the tower burned down but was brought back to life, but was brought back in the forms of the three dogs. Yes. And, and Entei represents the fire that was there. Um, Suicune um, is the water that put it out. And um, Raikou right. is the lightning that caused the fire. Right. And then we get um we get another piece of updated technology because Sorrel has a goddamn iPad. Um yes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he does. Talking about the the three uh legendaries and their connection to Ho-Oh and mentions the the rainbow feather and Ash goes, "Huh, wait a minute. I'm a brag here for a second." And he yeah, goes, I saw Ho-Oh, and he dropped this feather for me. He goes to his pants, and he pulls it out, and they're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and Entei immediately wakes up from his slumber and looks over at the at the wing, because unbeknownst to Ash, but um, later we're going to find out that Ash is a chosen one. Of course he is. It's his show. Yeah. Um <laughs> We see them sleeping, and Pikachu kind of wakes up first, and you know, kind of wakes the group up, and that wakes up Piplup, and um, <clears throat> that wakes up Charmander, and we see that 
Charmander's feeling about 150 times better, and he shows off his tail, and Piplup and Pikachu are happy, and everybody's everybody's having a good time, and um, Ash is like, well, Charmander, I would really like it if you came along and was part of our group, and Charmander kind of has momentary flashbacks to Cross and Ash. Marshadow. Marshadow is the Pokemon that we saw hovering around Entei there. Um, And uh, Ash says, you know, really sincerely says, please, and um, Charmander agrees, and we see Ash hold up a poke. We don't, you know, we don't get the scene of Charmander happily jumping into the Pokeball like in the show, but we get this symbolic, you know, Charmander. He goes over. You know, basically saying, I, I surrender and humbly join your clan, good sir. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we should call it a clan, though. <laughs> why not? That's where your mind took it. No, it is not. That's where your mind took it. My mind didn't go there. So, all right. So... <laughs> They they leave the cave finally. It's nice and dry outside. It must be eighty degrees outside because there's no lick of rain anymore. And we get a, we get a nice rainbow and the and the feathers going crazy and uh, Marshadow comes back out. Sorrel pulls out his iPad again so we can kind of get a map going. And um, you know they're kind of trying to <clears throat> they kind of come to a loose agreement of we're gonna go find Ho-Oh and you know because it's Ash with the solution what's his solution I'm gonna go <laughs> battle it like yeah let's... fuckhead did you not learn your lesson the first time so then we get Team Rocket talking about oh maybe if we follow them we can capture Ho-Oh it's like You've been in this movie for two minutes, maybe. Well, well, not not ho oh, they want Entei. Well, right, but it doesn't change the fact that they've been in this movie for five minutes total, probably, yes. if that even, probably like two. <laughs> so, um, we get Caterpie um, battling a pincer next, and um, kicking with, its ass. Yeah, like which his is fuck- bullshit. Like his fucking Caterpie fucking string shot, a pincer whipped it and upside down and got its pincer legs inside of the ground so it couldn't move. And, and then evolved. And then he well, and that tracks because Caterpie was no notor- was notoriously weak in the game. <laughs> yes. So you know you do one offensive move, it's going to evolve, which you know it does evolve and it's Metapod, which unfortunately. Pincer gets pissed the fuck off and just walks away just tearing off all the damn strings on like this is bullshit. And they said, Well, Pincer's getting away and Ash goes, Ah, oh, this is okay. This is what's important. And he's holding Metapod and everybody's having a good time. And so then uh, We are thirty six minutes into this movie and still have an hour left. Right. Wow. So we're we're at the we're at the campsite and we see everybody sleeping except for Veridity. And, and she's on her iPhone. Yeah, she's on her phone, and she's scrolling through pictures, which have to be recently taken, because Ash has Charmander and Caterpie 
Um, and she scrolls and she scrolls to a picture of her mother and, you know, she kind of gets kind of teary eyed. And then, well, she looked, but, we, well, we can't, we, we can't really gloss over, um, this, this part. So, well, we um, can. <laughs> we, we can, but it, it just shows how long they've been together. So the first picture, um, shows them in a big town and then they're in a country town and then they're, they're, somewhere else and then they're on a trail so they've been traveling together now probably for a couple weeks at this point see but with no narrator right and you know you could chalk this up to doug if you put down madden you fucking would have caught some of this on your first watch well don't tell me how to live my life Um, (laughs) with no narrator this is just happening yes what right like and that's you know and your point is 100 percent valid They've been through some shit, apparently, right? And yeah, like, they they are now close friends. They are now traveling like Ash, Misty, and Brock in the main series, right? But, so yeah, so Veridity's on her phone, and she's she scrolls to a picture of her mother, and then she gets emotional, and then she looks up, and what's that Pokemon? Suicune. Yeah. Um, is, is standing, uh, on the opposite side of the lake from her and she's just kind of dumbstruck. And, Cause it's, it's looking all majestic like and shit. And we cut essentially to that morning and at, you hear Ash go, really? Right across the lake? Man, I wish I would have been there. I could have caught it. And I'm that's joking. what he does. I, well, he basically, he could have. He should have, right? Yeah. And I wish I would have been awake. Somebody should have woken me. I should have set a time. I should have set an alarm. What the fuck? P- Pikachu could have battled it, and I could have caught it. <laughs> you know, I wonder if they're going to ever introduce a trainer to have at least one legendary Pokemon. And then Ash will battle it for, like, pink slips, you know, or, you know, like battle for keeps because he's a prick. Yeah, because cause I know in the main series, he finally got a Dragonite. He right. captured he captured a Dragonite. So I, I would love to see what the rest of his team looks like. Just saying. So then we, we fast forward a little bit and we see Ash is battling with a trainer who has a Jigglypuff. <laughs> fucking roasted that jigglypuff and yeah she basically they basically treated this jigglypuff <laughs> like a marshmallow um and and charmander evolves into charmeleon and you and you people that have watched the show go oh this is the part where charmeleon starts acting like an emo teenager no charmeleon's just happy-go-lucky just happens to be a little bit stronger <laughs> yeah um i'm i that that that's another difference from the main series because I mean I mean spoiler I mean we do get Charmander I mean I mean we do get Charizard in this movie later but fucking no no not I mean there there's no angry Charmeleon or anything it's always fucking happy it's just like, happier than a pig and shit <laughs> like doesn't disobey Ash doesn't show anything that happened in the series I'm just like this must be an alternate universe because Charmeleon was just a badass teenager that didn't want to do shit. And uh, so that's completely different. And then we go to a computer. A libra- I would say a library because there's a fucking looks like a decent collection here. 
Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they're on a video call with Mrs. Ketchum. And she says, well, I hope Ash isn't slowing you guys down because, you know, he might be rambunctious, but he's full of heart and all this bullshit. And she's you know, just saying shit she doesn't need to say. Yeah, for real. And and then we go to Sorrel, who's looking at a book because he's studying, but um, the book is significant to the story. Yes. So he's looking up. Um, so you get a couple things in this scene. So you you get a Easter egg. I have a question. What's and that? I, I I don't mean to derail you, but I, it's just because I'm watching the I'm watching the scene where they're discussing the book. Okay. And. I've noticed it since I, but it just really hit me, and I just have to ask because I'm afraid if I don't ask now, I'm gonna we're gonna get bogged down in some other shit happening. I'm gonna forget. Okay. Why doesn't Piplup go back in its Pokeball? Um, it doesn't get told in this. That's a good question. Maybe maybe um he's taken after Pikachu. He's just uh, Pikachu, just that much of a bad influence. Yeah. So but yeah, no, I I completely derailed you because this is an important part. So uh, so in this book, um, he's looking up and he's scrolling through the pages, and you get an Easter egg of a certain character that we're gonna end up seeing in, in about another thirty minutes into this movie. Um, you get a um, you get what uh, what looks like someone presenting the feather that ash has as like a sacrifice to um to getting in touch with ho-oh so you 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 get that picture and then ash and verenity um bum rush the party by walking in yeah and we find out that if the if the feather that ash has is touched by somebody with an evil heart it's drained of all its its uh colors and power because yes. it's because the in the in the in the book there's an illustration and the and the flower is pitch black. Yes. So, uh, just make sure that whoever has this feather keeps the feather and it doesn't get into the wrong hands. And Ash basically. says, "Well, I'm not. You don't have to worry about that with me because I I might be rambunctious, but I'm full of heart." And, it, and everybody has a good laugh. And then Ash gets mad because everybody's laughing. You know, typical ten year old. <laughs> Yeah. So and um, and if the feather and we're also told that if the feather gets touched by the wrong person, that ho-ho will not appear, but evil will ensure. Right. So that that's a big key into this story as well. And then we do another smash cut to a random battle where Pikachu is taking on a Snorlax. (laughs) Like. And fucking took a body slam and then threw this Pikachu's Thundershock has gotten so strong to where Pikachu picked up Snorlax and threw him into the air. Yeah, because, you know, but again, apparently they've been on the road for a few months, so maybe this is plausible. I mean, I doubt it, but, you know. Yeah. So and Sorrel and Verenity are still following um, following Ash on this on this adventure. Um, Ash defeats Snorlax. Um, the trainer calls it back, but then we get Cross. And Cross um, is back. So Cross steps up to take on Ash. And um, Ash calls out 
Charm or Charmeleon, who has this immediate re- uh, recollection of, "Oh, you're that motherfucker," and then, <laughs> and then uh, Cross I, is I like, a, I, "I have a screen grab right now of his face, just like looking like that. It's just hilarious." Sorry. And then, and then Cross goes, "Oh, no shit, it evolved." I bet you it's still weak. And he calls out his his fire type Pokemon, which is a Incineroar. Right, which again is above my <laughs> above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was looking for a Blaziken or something. Um, <laughs> didn't get it. Um, and um, you know, um, in the early stage of this battle, Charmeleon is just putting in work. And but it's not having any effect on Incineroar, and they 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 just start battling it off, and then Charmeleon fucking seismic tosses um, Incineroar. But I didn't think that Charmeleon could learn that move until he was a fucking Charizard. Yeah, I didn't either. So apparently they're just saying, "Oh, here's the Pokemon rule." Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's out the window. Um. <laughs> And Sorel's kind of standing there, and he goes, oh, this makes perfect sense. And Viridi's kind of like, what do you mean it makes perfect sense? And he goes, um, Incineroar is a type of Pokemon that the more damage it takes, the more damage this, it can dish out. Yes, which so, that, that that's kind of fucked, because Incineroar was letting Charmeleon just whoop his ass just so it can give out one big blast. And I mean, to be fair, it knocked Charmeleon six ways to Sunday. Yeah, because they both did a flamethrower at the same time. And normally, one Pokemon's on one end, the other's on another, and their flamethrower meets in the middle and it explodes. That didn't happen this time. Fucking Incineroar's flamethrower met in the middle and then pushed Charmeleon's back basically into his mouth and just boom. Just smack dab in the face. And, you know... Knocks him through a wall, and he—I mean, that's the end of the battle. And, um, and then Cross calls Charmeleon weak again because Charmeleon can't get out any more of a flamethrower because he's weak now. And uh, Sorel's like, "Yeah, well, it's, this is kind of on Ash because Ash is relying on power, and Charmeleon basically just evolved. It—it's not—it's not quite there yet." But you know but, he'll he'll learn and. But Charmeleon didn't want to give up either because Charmeleon wanted to prove that he's stronger. And Ash even tells Charmeleon, "Okay, we need to stop. We're done." And Charmeleon's like, "No, I'm not done." Yeah, well, a fat load of good that does everybody here in a couple of minutes. I know. Because we're at the Pokemon Center, um, waiting on Charmeleon to get checked on. And as soon as they're done, uh, they walk out, and Ash just isn't saying shit to anybody. And Pikachu's trying to, you know, keep the mood up, and Ash just kind of stops and goes, you know, it's kind of bullshit that he won like that. Yeah, and he, he, he had enough nerve, and this is bullshit, and they had to bring out bullshit fucking 10-year-old Ash with an attitude. But it's at this moment that Ash looked at Verinity and Sorrel and was like, Pikachu could have won that battle. 
And Verenity was like, don't say that. What if Charmeleon hears you? And he just walks out. He just walks away. And, yeah, well, he fucking sprints off. And he's kind of walking and Pikachu's trying to run after him. And he kind of stops. And he goes, oh, so you think I'm wrong too, huh? Pikachu's just kind of standing there kind of confused, a little bit hurt. Well, Well, Pikachu agrees. Pikachu looks at him and says, yeah, you are wrong. And Ash just walks away. Well, he goes, I should have, I should have gotten, he should, he says, I should have gotten a Bulbasaur or a Squirtle. I'm like, oh, fucking damn. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And just walks away from Pikachu. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get that. Um, get, I'm going to get that line real quick. So it's my, he goes, so it's my fault. Pikachu goes, yeah. And he said, even, even Pikachu, man. And then Ash starts walking away and doing its heavy thing. Pikachu's still following him and Pikachu's like, Pika. And Ash, it says, if only my first Pokemon had been a Squirtle or a Bulbasaur and then just walks away. And, you know, he's walking and he, he sits down at a certain point and, you know, we see the feather kind of fall out of his pocket and it turns black. So we're supposed to, oh shit. And then, you know, he turns around because he has this kind of moment of realization and he goes and he looks for Pikachu and Pikachu's not there. And he kind of throws a little 10 year old tantrum and goes, Oh, who needs Pikachu anyway? I'll be fine all by myself. And then that this is when we get Marshadow showing back up uh, in the shadows again. But this time takes control of Ash's mind, puts Ash to sleep. And now we're going to get another twist to this whole story. So we go back to Ash's first day, essentially, and... We see that, you know, his mom pokes in again and says, what are you still doing asleep? You're going to be late for Professor Oak. And he goes, oh, shit. And he sits up, and right away you can see that the Pokemon that were on the poster have been replaced by cars. Yes. So right away you're like, oh, shit. And then, you know, Ash comes running, and he goes, sorry, I'm late, Professor. I overslept. And he goes, oh, well, there were four trainers that were late for school today, but you were definitely the latest. And we see that Oak is just watering regular flowers. So that's another one where we're like, oh, fuck. So and then and then Ash goes into what was the at the lab. I was about to say ass. (laughs) Uh, What was the lab, but is now an actual classroom. And Ash is in school instead of being out and being a trainer. And we hear the voices of Veridity and Sorel, but we don't actually see them. And occasionally we see like a yellow flash. And Ash kind of has a moment where it's like, did I just see? I couldn't have seen that. And then he looks up and looks out of the window and swears he sees a ho-oh. And then he wipes his eyes and it's an airplane. Right. And then... um. Veridity. 
Oh, oh, let, we, we, we do have to say that this whole scene that we're going over is depicted in black and white. Well, yeah, I mean, for the most, I mean, there's a little bit of color, but it's very muted. Yeah, it's um, like, it's like a very toned down purple. Right, yeah, like for the sky. And, um, so they're out in the, in the yard, basically. And something they're discussing, like what they're going to do. What they're, they're, oh, I'm sorry. What they're going to do when they're out of school. And Ash says that he's going to go out and he's going to venture out and he's going to venture out with his best friend. And he's talking about Pikachu, but there is no Pikachu. And they're kind of confused. Veridity and Sorrel are kind of confused. Oh, you know, my, my buddy. And then, you know, he kind of has this realization and he starts to kind of cry. And I think one of them points it out and he goes, oh, was I? And he kind of wipes his eyes and looks up and they're gone. And then he sees that yellow flash again and we can see that it's it's forming into a clearer form of Pikachu. And Ash starts to chase it. But the Pikachu is running away from him. Right. And then and the scene starts to crumble around him. And basically, as soon as Ash is able to catch up to Pikachu, the ground gives way and they begin to fall. But then they fall and into the he, light and then Ash wakes up. Yes. And in this moment, he did grab Pikachu. Pikachu's there when he wakes up. P- yeah, Pikachu's there when he wakes up because then we get Veridity going, you know how long we've been looking for you? And I think does Ash. He he goes and he hugs Pikachu, like gives him a big hug and apologizes for the things that he said. And, and then the the uh, feather turns into a rainbow color again. Right, and then Veridity picks up the flower and says, I think you dropped this. And then, um, you know, like you said, they hug, uh, Pikachu and Ash hug, and then um, before they start walking away again, or walking on again, Pikachu, or, uh, Ash pulls uh, Charmander's Pokeball out and apologizes because... Apparently they can hear, you know, inside inside of the Pokeball. So, you know, that's another <laughs> question that's been answered. Yeah. So uh, we we then now now we're about to get Sorrell's background, um, and he's about to go over the story as to what's been going on with him. So he goes when I when I was young, my parents were away. And for work more or and worked more than they were home in so, that. I'm sorry. So he was watched over by a Pokemon. Yes. And the Pokemon that he was watched over by was a Luxray. Right. Once again, out of my range. Um, <laughs> so um, this Pokemon um, would watch over him, but th- he ended up going out into a bad snowstorm one day. And Luxray came out to save him because he had fallen. Um, he was basically freezing to death on the outside. And Luxray uh, put his body around him to keep him warm. But in that effect, Luxray had frozen to death, but he had remained alive. 
And that was the worst day in his life at that point. Another moment I almost turned the thing off. Like, this is <laughs> some bullshit. They they really love to introduce death in Pokemon now. I like I, I feel like I need to start um preparing myself for some of these future episodes I'm getting into. And like they're they're really pulling at heartstrings. You know. Um and as we're kind of coming out of the story, um, <clears throat> Pikachu looks over and, and tries to tackle Marsh, Marshadow. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets mad because Marshadow fades into this tree. So Pikachu shocks the tree, which then summons a pack of prime apes that were sleeping in the tree and they start throwing everybody up in the air, which I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I mean, I don't I don't blame the primate because primate just got woken up and got shocked and electrocuted for no damn reason. They were they were minding their business, wasn't bothering anybody. Not a reason at all. And as they're but, being thrown in the air, Sorrel goes, Ash, we need. <coughs> pardon me. We need Metapod. And Ash goes, really? So he calls him out and apparently goddamn Metapod. Metapods can do slingshot. Yes. So, so I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? So, uh, because Sorrel basically told Ash, he's like, uh, primates, the once they get mad, there's no calming them down. They immediately get angrier and angrier and angrier, and we're going to be at uh, knocking on death's doors if something doesn't happen. So fucking Metapod string shots all the damn primate. And into one big circle to stop them from throwing them in in the air, and gives everybody a chance to run away. And as they're running away, Metapod evolves into Butterfree. Yes, and the, the primate inevitably busts free yeah. of the slingshot. Well, then um, Butterfree cycles back and hits them with Sleep Powder, and puts them all to sleep. And then they they get away, you know, for good. And then here come Team Rocket to basically walk right in the middle of these goddamn primates, and then they know, wake them up. They wake them up, toss them a couple times, and then they toss them out. Yes, basically, they're blasting off again. We finally get the line in the movie, right? And, and it's only it's only taken them three other times of getting taken out. <laughs> so, um, they they come up to a river and. Verenity goes, I'll take care of this, and sends out Piplup. Or, I mean, not Piplup, um, sends out Lapras. Cause Lapras. Where, where, where the fuck did she get a Lapras? You know. So then I mean, they, they've been traveling a lot. Well, yeah, apparently. Apparently, we've all been through some shit. Um, and they're floating down the river with his Lapras, and then, and then we fade out, and then they're walking again. Piplup and Pikachu are having a good old time. And and then all of a sudden we get Firo. This is the introduction of Firo in the movie. And then who is Firo chasing but just so happens to be the one pink butterfly apparently in the goddamn world. Yeah. I swear. I mean, that, that that's a shiny butterfree. And then um, Ash summons out his butterfree. And we have the butterfree episode here in about five minutes. Yes. They uh they battle this damn Fero and after after they battle the pink butterfree and Ash's butterfree, 
um, link up and we immediately go to the scene where Ash gives away his Butterfree so he, so he can go mate with the pink Butterfree. And even though it only took five seconds, it still got me because they're crying yeah. and they're all blubbering and all the Pokemon are, uh, this is some bullshit. We just had, we just had the freaking Charmander, the, the Charmander and the, and the dude's nanny get fucking froze to death and shit. This is some bullshit. I fucking miss <laughs> this movie's ass. Yeah, it is. Just wait until we get the Mewtwo strikes back. You remember some of those things. Well, yeah, but I think at that point I'll just be numb to everything. <laughs> so, oh. so then, well, no, we don't get the giveaway scene just yet. Um, no, we don't. Not yet. Because, so after, um, Butterfree and the Pink Butterfree do the courtship, uh, ritual, they come, <clears throat> pardon me, they come to this clearing. And there's a mountain, and the mountain supposedly is the mountain where Ash can go and meet Ho-Oh, so he takes out his feather, and the yeah. feather signals the top of the mountain. Yeah, because the feather's going ham here. Yes. And, you know, like you said, the feather is used as kind of a summoning beacon. So now they got to find their way to the top, but this is the scene where um, Ash gets rid of Butterfree. Yes. Because at this point, um, as they're walking, they come up to the field of Butterfree, just like in the series, and his Butterfree meets up with the pink Butterfree again. They do their courtship dance, and it's off to the heavens with them. And I I think we, we don't need to fucking get into it, because we I mean, we didn't just cover it, but I mean, anybody that's heard, that's hearing this has heard the Butterfree episode. Um, this, this scene is so much more blubbery than in the show. Fucking everybody's yes. crying. The Pokemon are crying. You know, this is some bullshit. I don't want to, I don't want to be on this scene anymore. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I basically, um, summed it up. Um, his Butterfree goes away. It's a very big, sad scene. He's been, um, he's been with Butterfree for the longest time, but now it's time to say goodbye. They, he, he literally, um, they, they did the whole Butterfree episode in three minutes. I just <laughs> timed it out right now. So, um, yeah, that they are really fast forwarding in this movie. <laughs> And then it's, um, it's ridiculous. And then what is the what is the name of the of the lightning legendary? Raikou. He's standing on top of this cliff, and he kind of summons everybody and their mother because he he knows that the group is getting close to the top of this peak to to locate Ho-Oh. As they're walking, you just see just a bunch of Poke. Just you know, there's a Magnemite. There's some there's some Nidoran and Nidorino. Uh, there's some Zubat. And, um, what's the evolved form of Zubat? Uh, of Zubat, Golbat. Yeah. Go. There's a Golbat. Um, there's a there's a Venomoth. I mean, 
You know, it's just a bunch of random Pokemon. And then um they come they come across this up this other peak and there's this guy sitting there. Bonji. And uh Sorel recognizes him right away as the author of the book that he was looking at earlier. Yes. And uh Bonji's kinda going crazy. He's like, It's faint, but I can smell smell a bit of ho oh and Ash goes it could be this feather that I'm holding that's fucking glowing like crazy. <laughs> and bon- Bonji looks right at him and is like, oh my gosh, you're you're the chosen one. And then um, he goes into the whole spiel that we gave you about maybe 20 minutes ago about how Ash um, was given this feather um, as the chosen one. He can present this. Uh, feather up on the top of this mountain and um, can summon Ho-Oh for one battle um, to basically fight um, Ho-Oh and yeah. test, I test have his a skills. Question. Okay, you just kind of answered it. I was like, what is he fighting them for? Because he can't catch them. No. But well, what's he's, he doing? He's, he's testing his skills. That's what the Pokemon League's for. <laughs> and and he gets to see a legendary Pokemon that nobody normally gets to see. That he can't catch. Yes. Hmm. Hey, come on. If, if 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 Pokemon were in the real world and this happened to you, Doug, you'd do the same thing. No, I get in trouble because I try to catch him. <laughs> you you'd be like, hey, I put in the code for the Master Ball. I got like a a, a bag full of these. And nobody telling me I can't catch him. They just said it's never been done. <laughs> only, only takes one time. Exactly. So, so then they're kind of hunting, and Pikachu and Piplup are kind of sniffing around. And we also get a brief, um, like three second, um, like snippet of Cross is right behind them. He's been following them. Yeah, uh, we should mention um, Cross was also briefly in the library. Yes. Um, so he's kind of been like one step behind them the whole time. And he's following them because he, he knows about the feather and well, well, we'll get there. Right, we'll get there. And so it seems like Ash and the crew have have a good where they're heading so they take off and and Bonji's kind of sitting there because you know he's old and then we get another brief glimpse of team rocket climbing up the hill or the cliff rather and it's about this time i mean i realized it relatively soon but there there has been a and there is none so i can say it there is a noticeable lack of dexter in this movie Yes. Um I I feel like I feel like they didn't want to have Dexter come out for every single sighting so they had everybody but Ash seeing all these rare pokemon because <laughs> because honestly notice how Ash is not the one that has seen any of these pokemon besides Entei. This is true. <laughs> so So as they're getting closer and closer to Ho-Oh all then... the pokemon start cheering him cuz he's getting ready to present the feather to the he stone. He is confronted by Cross. Yes. Um, 
Cross, Lycanroc, and Incineroar. And Incineroar jumps out first and, you know, knocks Ash on his ass. Ash just isn't having a good time in this movie. And Cross starts calling Ash soft again, saying that he should not be the one with the feather. Said it should go to the best trainer, and that's clearly me. And then, um, you know, Ash pulls out the feather, and you can see that the feather is clearly reacting the way it should. And Ash says, well, I'm Ash, so I want to battle, so we battle. And we get another round of Incineroar versus Charmeleon. And yes. we can see that Charmeleon is learning, or has learned from the last time, because he's he's clearly leaning more into his agility. And yeah, fucking walking on walls and shit. I mean, it's that parkour shit. Um, and, and and I I blame Incineroar for for this next part because Incineroar puts out a fucking flamethrower, makes fucking Charmeleon. And Charmeleon's tail light up like ten times as much, and then fucking Charmeleon evolves into Charizard. And fucking once again, Cross is like, big deal. A weak Pokemon evolving is still a weak Pokemon. And I'm, I'm like, are you sure this motherfucker has wings and shit? <laughs> I'd be scared of Charizard. Because Incineroar was scared. Incineroar's face was like, um, I don't know if I want to fight this thing. (laughs) I was all well and good when that thing couldn't really get in the air. But this motherfucker, once again, has wings. (laughs) And Ash is like, you know, use Slash. And then, you know, you can see see that he can fly out of the range of Incineroar's flamethrower. And then Ash turns around and goes, use Dragon Range. And I said, motherfucker. Yeah, fucking Charizard was just all sorts of beefed up and not not disobeying ash i want to point that out yeah so that's very he, important he's listening to every word that ash is saying and he's smiling with ash and then we get to the point where ash says all right charizard we need to finish this off with one big move so he flies off and seismic um uh, and yeah because uh cross goes Grab him out of the air, uh, Incineroar, and he he goes he grabs he gets him like momentarily around the neck, and you think oh shit Charizard's in trouble, and then Ash just oh quick as a wink just reverses it into seismic toss. I'm going well that's cheap, and yeah, <laughs> and then throws him down, and then apparently uses every last ounce of flamethrower in his goddamn body. <laughs> he, he he well he gives an Incineroar <laughs> a receipt. For what he did to him back then. Remember how yeah. how they both did flamethrower and Incineroar and golf Char- Charmeleon and just bashed him? Yeah, that was Incineroar this time. And you can clearly see that Charizard's flame is bigger and it engulfs Incineroar. And Incineroar can clearly not answer the bell and has lost this round. Yes. And, and then Ash that- is a prick. <laughs> Why is he a prick? Well, because oh, I, well, no, he, well, he's not a prick. He's just I'm just I'm just done. So he goes and walks, and he goes and he walks by Cross, and Cross which was goes, his fir- which was his first mistake. Because then Cross has enough time to turn around and go, I saw Hollow too, but he didn't drop a wing for me. He goes, why? Why are, why, why are you why the chosen to be one? You? 
Uh, it, it, it's at this point that Ash um, says, you know, I have a pure heart and that's why he dropped it for me. So I'm going to go and put it on this stone. And fucking Cross wasn't having any of that. Cross goes, grabs the feathers right out of Ash's hand, which I don't know why Ash wasn't holding on to this thing any tighter. And if goes. You, if you have a pure heart. Should you say out loud, I have a pure heart? No. No, I didn't think so. But Cross grabbed that feather, puts it on the stone to summon Ho-Oh, but it's at this point the, the feather immediately turns purple and black. Because uh, like, like we said about a half hour ago, um, the one with a bad heart cannot summon Ho-Oh, but all evil will ensue. And that's exactly what's about to happen here. Right. So it's at this point. Now everything's turning black and purple. Uh, Mars Shadow comes up and picks up uh, Cross and throws him like he he was about to kill him. He was about to toss him into some stones. But luckily, his like um, like Lyrican um, fucking picked him up to save him. Yeah, thankfully nobody apparently believes in Pokeballs around here. Or I, I said Lyrican, Lycan Rock, my bad. Um, but it's at this point now, um, the evil is now inserting all of the Pokemon that's around him, including Lycan Rock, and Lycan Rock starts attacking Cross. Yeah, he's right on Cross and like just starts going after him. And. Uh, throws an attack at him and Charizard gets in the path and blocks the attack and Cross is stunned. He's like, you just saved my life and freaking um, I just lost the girl's name. Who? Verenity? Yeah, I just yeah, I lost her name for a second. She goes, <laughs> can't you see? He never forgot that you were his trainer once. And so... just when you think, oh, Charizard's going to have a heart, he just looks at Cross and goes, but then now um as they're all having this heart-to-heart moment um all the evil is inserting all the pokemon that doug had stated about five minutes ago and all of these pokemon are now evil and all of these pokemon are now going and attacking ash and um ash um verinity sorrel cross bonji all the po- all the Pokemon that were with them are all now being attacked by all of these big, I'm guessing high leveled Pokemon. Well, I don't know if it necessarily matters once they're being possessed. True. Well, I mean, you got to ride you know, just ju- just in this spot right here. You have, let's say, you have a Needle King, a, a Needle King, a Needle Queen. You got an Electabuzz, a Rhydon. A Magmar, all getting ready to what looks like use their biggest moves that each one of them has, which looks like they're all solar beams, and just about to obliterate them. And you can see um, uh, the group's Pokemon trying to fend off the possessed Pokemon, and then you can see... um, Cross is literally battling like hand in hand with his um what do you call him? Lycanroc. 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 
and to the uh, point where Lycanroc actually goes and bites the mess out of Cross. He bites him, and then apropos of nothing else, Cross goes, "Remember, you bit me the first night, the first day I met you. Like we're supposed to know that." No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, Cross screaming at Lycanroc to remember is enough for Lycanroc to snap out of it, which, you know, is a nice moment, but it's not earned. Yeah, it's not earned at all. And it's at this point, uh, Marshadow um, goes up and grabs the feather and takes the feather away that from the top of this mountain because Marsh I I I was starting to think that Marshadow was a bad Pokemon. Like it wanted all of this to happen. But Marshadow is actually a good Pokemon and trying to correct all of this. Well, and I mean I, I think you're you're forgiven for thinking that because everything that's been leading up to this moment, you all you've been seeing of Marshadow is him in, looking in the shadow. Yes. So him and Pikachu kind of have a a one-on-one. A one-on-one battle, yeah. And they, like, I mean, Marshadow was whooping some ass on Pikachu. They uh, they have this big old battle, and it get, it gets to the point where Marshadow, I don't know what move this is, but it, he brought out some Dragon Ball Z type shit and was just Kamea waving all these damn like balls at Pikachu, Pikachu blocks these and gives one big thunder attack that goes into the sky down on Marshadow. Marshadow gets blown and Marshadow does one of those like old movie where he falls to his knees and is like, okay, I'm done. And we have this, this big meeting of energy and this big explosion. And, you know, you, you think, you know, like you said, you think Marshadow's down for the count because the smoke has clearly settled and the 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 fight is over, but we can see that the possessed Pokemon are still advancing on Ash and Pikachu and there's really nowhere for them to go because in the other direction there's this Big certain cliff. certain death drop. It's, it looks like the cliff from the Lion King. So if you if if you think of like the uh the rock that Simba goes on that he was presented on, that's what we're looking at. It's this high cliff that looks just like that. So Ash t- picks up Pikachu, who can no longer even stand after giving its big thunder attack, goes over to the edge of this rock, and all these Pokemon that were following him just blast Ash, and then they immediately go over to Verinity and Sorel and Cross looking for Ash, and they all see Ash just get blown to smithereens. And this is where it kind of shook me. This 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 part is the part that got me. Yeah, because you can see in the collision, um, Ash and Pikachu have been separated, and Ash tries for one final time to roll out his uh, Pikachu's Pokeball and say, Pikachu, I know you don't like to go in there, but if you go in there right now, you'll, you'll at least be safe. You'll be safe. And he stands in front of all these possessed Pokemon, and he you know, just offers himself as a martyr for all this energy and all these attacks. And in a, in a mirroring attempt 
at the at the pilot episode where Ash is standing looking for the the Firo and Spiro attack. Um, Pikachu tries to do the hero jump, but this time, for whatever fucking reason, Ash decides I'm going to catch him, and because you don't get it, um, <laughs> and he grabs him and like tries to shield him, and you know they're laying there basically accepting death at this point because yes. these Pokemon are charged up or charging up rather, and. Ash goes, Pikachu, I don't understand. Why won't you go in the Pokeball? And as Ash is fading into unconsciousness, you Pikachu. hear Pikachu's voice go, it's because I always want to be close to you. And Ash has this momentary realization of, wait a minute, you can fucking talk. And then it's about <laughs> that point that all this energy just goes, bam, and just fucking, and with his last, possible ounce of energy ash gets pikachu into the pokeball at the very last possible second shields him from the blast just oh. long enough for the pokeball to land pikachu to come out of the pokeball and as pikachu's coming out of the pokeball ash's hat lands on his head just in enough time for pikachu to look over and see ash fading into nothing yes ash is dead Deader than he was, deader than he's going to be in the first movie. <laughs> like, the, the, he legit died. Like, he like, is. He's gone. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's nothing. Yeah. He's, he's a ghost, and the particles of his body is now being lifted into the heavens. And Pikachu lets out one desperate final furious cry and thunder wave it just shocks every possessed pokemon out of existence and snaps them back to normal brings the color back to the world and he's just fucking balling and he's got the hat and the hat's all tore up oh man pikachu's all tore up and then he gives out one big pika into the clouds and then we get another fucking hazy gray dream sequence Ash coming to and wherever his world is. Yeah, Ash is now dead, and he's basically in a world now looking at Pikachu in the real world. But this time, um, everything is back to being um, in black and white. So Ash Ash is seeing all this stuff and just looking around, not realizing that he's dead. And, you know, we have this shot of Pikachu can hear Ash in his world, and then Ash can see Pikachu or hear Pikachu in his world, and he's running, and we get the recurring line of, we used to run like this all the time, which is a line that we got um, during the original um, regular school sequence that we we did kind of skate over because there was some other shit going on. Yes. Um, so this is the second time we've gotten it, and we see... Ash running through the same field that they were running through in the intro, you know, and and all the color is in the field, but there's no color in the sky. And, and no then, color on him. And then, Yeah, no color on him, and then we have this quick transition of it looks like Ash is running across the ocean, which make, might make him Jesus, I'm not sure. Um, and then 
we can kind of see this burst of energy starting to form in front of Pikachu. And Pikachu's kind of getting the idea, and he drops the hat, and he jumps into the void. And everybody's kind of watching, because everybody can see the void at this point. Everybody's like, what the fuck is going on here? And, you know, Pikachu jumps into the void, and he's falling. And we, we see that he's going to fall into Ash's arms. Ash sees Pikachu, and he's going to catch him. And they fucking reunite, and there's this big fucking... Everybody's hugging, everybody's happy. And then we cut back to reality, and the void's still going on, and people are still standing there gobsmacked. And then all of a sudden, there's Pikachu and Ash just reunite, and everything's right in the world again. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can tell that this scene got to you because you, you ran through that perfectly. This movie kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Had you all sorts of tearing up. But it's at this point now that, um, okay, so Ash now has back the, the rainbow, uh, the rainbow feather. Yes. And, um, Mars Shadow is now gone. Yeah, he fades into, he fades back into the ground. And Ash runs over like nothing's happened, like he's not hurt or anything, and <laughs> to this big rock. It's not like you didn't just die. And presents the feather to the stone, and the stone creates this big old rainbow. And at the end of the rainbow is Ho-Oh, and Ho-Oh finally appears. Uh, and everyone is looking at Ho-Oh in awe. And Bonji um, comes out and he's like, the one who guided by the rainbow may meet Ho-Oh and become the rainbow hero. And Ash goes, yeah, that's me. And Pikachu's like, Pika! And Ho-Oh finally comes back. Team Rocket's still climbing up and they're waving at Ho-Oh. And Meowth is an idiot and lets go of the rock <laughs> and pulls them back down. And that's the end of them. That's that's them for the movie until yes. the fucking credits. <laughs> so Ho-Oh comes in and makes his big old. I, I, I can just imagine this on the big screen. So Ho-Oh comes in and makes his big appearance and putting the life into everything and the light everywhere. And he's healing all the Pokemon that's been hurt. And it's at this point now Ho-Oh comes down sits on top of the stone and Ash looks at him and challenges him. He goes, let's have a battle because never mind the fact that I just died. It's a, it's a real quick line, but yes. So all the energy is coming back to the world and we get this real quick shot of Bonji going, this is the power of Ho-Ho. And I'm going, all right, this dude needs to go to decaf. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, he's just, can you imagine though, like, uh, I'm going to pause the movie just for a second, but they, they literally, uh, within the, within five minutes, they were in battle for their lives. They saw their best friend die. They saw their best friend come back to fucking life. They saw fucking Ho-Oh come out of the fucking skies. And now they're about to see fucking Ho-Oh battle, uh, battle Pikachu, like, this is all within the span of five freaking minutes. So the battle is basically what you would expect. I mean, Pikachu at this point is clearly overpowered because he's just he's going tooth and nail with this Ho-Oh. Um, he does have to dodge behind a rock at one point, which I, I thought was pretty slick because, like, you usually see Pikachu usually kind of just take shit. And yes. Pikachu's like, no, I, I'm going to have to duck behind a rock here because I don't know if I can take this shit. 
and you know it, it's a it you know clash of energies which we've seen like three other times in this movie and it kind of fades out um yeah and, it, we, it, and we and we see that the battle's still going on at the base of the rainbow we really get a conclusion as to because, what actually happened but it does seem like pikachu held its own against ho-oh for a long time because as it's fading out you just see an electric attack fire attack electric attack fire attack and then we basically fade out to ash walking into the pokemon center yeah we get this really cute scene of you know pikachu jumping off of ash's shoulder onto the counter and nurse joy looks down and goes oh look you've been battling again who was it this time? And Ash just kind of absentmindedly, like it's every other fucking Wednesday, goes, oh, it was Ho-Oh. And Nurse Joy goes, oh, sure it was. Yeah, sure. Huh? Because <laughs> she wasn't listening to him. She's, I, I, I take it that's her line for all trainers. What what happened now? And nobody ever says Ho-Oh. And, you know, Pikachu's just happy. And I noticed that Nurse Joy doesn't have crosses. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a circular symbol. Yeah, it was a Pokeball. Yeah, I looked this time. Cause I, oh, Nurse Joy, she's going to have different... Nope, just, they fucked with me. They said, here's Ash's different hat and Nurse Joy's different, so fuck off. <laughs> so, and then after that, um, we go back to Bonji sitting on top of a cliff because his, his life is now complete. And he goes, somewhere in the world, there's a new trainer, soon to be the Rainbow Hero. So basically, now that Ash has completed his part of the journey with getting ho-oh it's now another trainer's job to go up there and do the exact same thing so and, um so then we kind of get the goodbye scene for cross um, I, I have i have i have one question right before we do that Doug. why didn't ho-oh heal pikachu at the end of their battle uh, there's honor in battle scars. Gotcha. Okay. I, I don't know, but it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. So let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So yeah, as you were saying, Doug, um, we get the goodbye with. Which I <clears throat> we, still, I still wouldn't be saying goodbye to this motherfucker. Yeah, even though he did a fucking face turn with five minutes left in the movie, he doesn't deserve a goodbye scene. So, but he goes his separate way, and then we. Then we get the... He's the, the reason Ash died. He is the reason. But, you know, he turned babyface, so we're supposed to forgive him. <laughs> um, and then we get the our trio going their separate ways. Um, At the crossroads. Sir, uh, Sorrell says he's going to go on his way, uh, study more to become a, a professor. Um, I lost the girl's name again. Verenity says she's going to go home and see her mom because uh, something we kind of glossed over was apparently her mom was a, f a famous Pokemon trainer, but wasn't really giving her the time of day because no nothing she could do was good enough for her mom's attention. She was kind of excited that she saw um, Suicune. Well, I mean, obviously ho too, but Suicune. So she's like, I can't wait to tell Ma because she'll never fucking believe me. Maybe I'll get fucking her attention for five minutes um wouldn't it be some shit that she finally gets home and her mother's like yeah i'm sure you really did see sweet coon and ho oh and ante 
Oh, I'm sure. All right. But you didn't go, get go. pictures even though you're attached to your fucking phone 24-7? Yeah, go sit down somewhere. And then they <laughs> and then they go, what are you going to do, Ash? And Ash goes, well, I'm just going to go. Become a Pokemon master. Become a Pokemon master. And then, and then as we're fading away, our final little shot is them all three saying, and then we can have a battle and everybody has a good time because nothing really matters. <laughs> so, and... That's the end of the movie because after that happens, um, we get um, a little bit of updates as to all the trainers um, in different towns. And it's a classic little scene of all these Pokemon. You get a bunch of bear Pokemon. You get starter Pokemon for sun and moon, sun and moon. You get, let's see, I'm not going to go through all of this, but um, you get the... You get an update on Ash's mom, who apparently is still just a homemaker. Yep. And you get the legendaries from Black and White. So, yeah, um, you get everything. Um, And it goes straight from there to Ash and Pikachu running in a field. And it fades away with a rainbow, which is Ho-Oh. And then we go to the credits where we finally get Brock misty ash may max like everybody that's ever been with in the series is now in the credits uh i and not to nitpick but i mean we're basically done you said ash when i think you meant tracy oh uh, yeah tracy my bad my bad you get tracy um no with, gary no no gary but um because because he was in the movie um well he, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, he was in the movie. <laughs> I the fact found, that his fucking head was in. Um, I found out as of this week. So the uh, the owner of Pokemon came out and he was asked about why they changed. Um, they brought in Tracy into the series and took out Brock. So oh. Brock was originally never supposed to return. I see. Oh, so he was supposed to be done. Yeah, he was done. Done. So, because oh, gotcha. Ash Ash gets new partners every single season in Pokemon, he gets someone new to follow him. So, and Brock wasn't supposed to come back, but the reason they took him out was because I guess they feared that he was going to be looked as a, a racist character here in the states of the U.S. Oh boy! And then when the outcry came for Brock to come back, that is why they brought him back, and he has been the most reoccurring um, character in the Pokemon series to follow Ash. I see. So that's that's a little bit of tidbit news. That came out earlier this week. I, I wanted to wait until this movie to actually say it. So, yeah. But, holy fuck, that's our first movie, bro. We got 19 more. Well, we there's more than that now, but uh, as of this movie, there's 19 more that we got to review. <laughs> and, and just in case you're curious, yes, this movie apparently was a sequel that is also on Netflix. Yes. Um, the Power and, of Us. And I don't know when you want to do that. I don't know when I want to do that. Because quite frankly, I'm just happy to have this one done. <laughs> uh we'll we'll get to it at at a later later time because that that has different characters that uh that they yeah. actually, 
bring in into the series um later on so we're probably about two years away from doing that movie so you're at least getting part one right now so but just know that there is a sequel and all is well yes and um the next movie that we will be doing 100 percent the next big special is going to be Mewtwo Strikes Back, Pokemon the first movie. But just giving everybody fair warning, no, you know, because let's not spring it on people. You're gonna have to pay for that one. <laughs> yes, that's going to be behind the Patreon wall, um, and it's only five dollars a month. So um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you like this movie, because. Um, it looks like, um, as of the time you're hearing this, probably in about another yeah. three months, um, uh, we're going to have the Pokemon, the first movie. So I'm just not going to anything more if I don't get this plugged in real quick. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I can, I, I can tell. <laughs> uh, uh, I, look, I looked down and I said, what's flashing? Oh, your battery. You idiot. I, I heard it in your audio for like the past like 60 seconds, so I could tell. So I was like, oh, shit. Uh, but yes, everybody, um, that that's going to be the next movie um, we are going to continue. So next week um, will be um, J- um, the first episodes of 2021. We're going to start the trilogy of Ash getting his Marsh badge. That's so fucked. This is this is why. This is why we're so fucked because we're because we've done that. <laughs> yeah, we've already recorded that episode. <laughs> it's already up in the feed, re- ready to drop. So, um, so yeah, you, we like just to fuck with everybody. The next time we record, because we're recording this on the 29th of October. Yes. It's about to be the 30th, but. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's the so 29th of October, and the next time we record, because if people know their calendar, we're not recording when we're supposed to record because there's a little thing called an election, which, again, you people uh, know the results to, so, yes, you know, spoil them if you can. If you can, I want to know how. Um, but... So the next time we record... We're actually going to be joined with somebody. Yes, we're, we're going to have the first of, and as of this time, we have two people booked for uh, as special guests. Uh, so our next special guest is actually a Twitch, um, a Twitch star. So he he will be making his appearance next week. Um, well, no, not not next week. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that to him. <laughs> He'll be making his appearance in four weeks from the time that you're listening to this podcast, but we are recording with him in two weeks. There we go. There we go. It's so fucked. But yeah, our, we're our brains are slowly melting. So I think this is about as good a time as any. So, so Doug, I, I, I want to, um, like, I hope you can hear that clap. Because we are done with our first movie, bro, and we have many more to go on this long adventure. And I'm glad we're, we we decided that we wanted to go down this Pokemon adventure because it's been fun so far. So it has, it has. So I'm excited to 
to get back at it here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's going to be weird taking a, a Tuesday off. Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be able to think about Pokemon because the world could potentially be on fire. Um, <laughs> so do you have anything else to say, Doug, or anything else to add? No, I, I mean, I want to thank people for for listening to this episode because it's probably the longest episode we've ever put out. I mean, hopefully it is, for goodness sakes, we went oh. over an hour and a half movie. Um, uh, yeah, we're right now we're sitting at two hours and 23 minutes. That's on the call. Yeah, but we 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 remember we started this one uh, this call up only three minutes prior to us actually getting in, so about two hours and twenty minutes right now. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not gonna because there's a little bit you can cut. I don't. Oh shit. All right, that's long enough. We can let. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, um, thank you for listening. If you made it to this point, um, you deserve a gold star. Um, if I can give them out to you. I would. Hopefully you do consider uh, signing up to the Patreon because, um, you know, I'm not going to get too into the weeds because I'm not 100% sure about it. But at a certain point, certain episodes are going to stop dropping off of the free feed um, that are only going to be available through the Patreon. So if for some reason you're listening to this, but you're not caught up, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Exactly. And, um, you know, we're toying around with some some ideas for the future in terms of uh, a Patreon release schedule. Uh, we haven't, we have not locked anything down, so we're not going to make any more announcements. No, um, but um, let, let's just put out there that we have some, um, some perks to that you're going to be getting along with movies. So the Patreon will definitely, if you're enjoying this podcast, Patreon is definitely the place that you're going to want to go to get all of your Pokemon feel. So, but, uh, so on that note, I think it is time to start circling the wagons and get on out of here. All right. So say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And I want to thank everybody um, for ending 2020 on a high note with this movie. So have a good night, everybody. And we will see you next week in 2021.